happy hauntings, and welcome to our spooky season two episode of the Ghoulie Get Set podcast, an old girls entertainment production. We're thrilled to be here talking about our wicked experiences as three witches in the TV and film industry. If you haven't caught on already, this is our haunted Halloween special where we and several of our ghastly guests share their chilling onset stories. So let's get started with one of Jessica's blood curdling adventures. Take it away, Jessica. (laughs) So I was working on and I, yeah, I was a PA. I was the first team PA and we had to like drive up. There was like a how a main house and then like a I don't know side house. What do you say like a granny house or whatever? Like a, a guest house, a guest house, yeah. <laughs> a granny house. I don't know. Don't they call that that? Like whatever. It's like I don't know. Like the mother in law house, right? Oh okay, yes, mother in law suite. Yes, the mother in law suite. <laughs> yes. Um. So yeah. Anyways, so there was like a separate house. We had to go up, and it was like this hill. Like they had, they were like on a property, but it was like a big sloping hill, and like they had a path, but it was like a one way path. So we were having to drive these people up this path, but we had like this, they're called gators. They're like basically just like a little bit, I don't know, a little bit like better of a golf cart. Are those Um, the ones they drive around on studio lots? No, that's like a proper golf cart. Okay. This is like, I don't know. It has like bigger wheels so it can like actually drive like on like an ATV golf cart. (laughs) Yeah. Like it's not like a paved because it wasn't a paved road either. It was like soft, like, I don't know. Terrain type, yeah. Okay, road and like, like it was just like a path. So we drove them up, and to turn it around, it was like a one way thing. And like the gators, like they don't have like it's not like you, I don't know, like to to reverse it, you have to like change the gear, and it's like only like you know one thing. It's either forward or backwards, and then everything else you just have to hit the brake. So every time, like, and you're on like a little bit of a slope. So every time, like, I don't know, just like turn it around, like to go back and forth. Like it was so difficult. Yeah. And like a 20 point turn. Yeah. And they would always give a little bit of a, there was like a little bit of a give. Like if you didn't have your foot on the brake, it was going forward or backward, like whichever way it was like slanting. I could not do this job. Yeah. So even if you had it in reverse and you like took your foot off the brake, if it was like, if the slope was slanting forward, you were still going forward. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So basically it was very dangerous. And I had an A-list actor on the back of it. And like it was in the middle of the night and like I really couldn't like see anything. And I had like other, you know, other actors on there. I think I had like I'm trying to think. One of the other, I don't know, one of the other girls and stuff. And it was So the leads of this show. Yes. The series regulars yes. of this show. Of this show. Wonderful. Of this big HBO show. I like had on and I'm trying to like reverse it and get them back down so that they can do like a change quickly. And I like almost ran him off the road. I had to like call another PA to like help out who was like, oh yeah, I grew up on a farm. I can do this. I'm like, okay. (laughs) And she was also like, I was just like, she took over and I was like watching just like gritting Did my teeth and out? praying that yes <laughs> you're yes. like end this, of story, we did. I got out and like end of story we did turn it around safely but I was so effing scared and like everyone else on it like because I, I think you just like they couldn't see like how close what we were to the see. edge <laughs> yeah. and like talent was like just laughing and like being like this is crazy like because thankfully they were like young stars it wasn't like they were like you know Actually, I don't know. I think they just didn't realize like how dangerous it was. <laughs> and they just had like PAs and we tried to get Transpo to help us out, but they were like, no, like, I don't know what it was, but they were just like, we don't have enough drivers or whatever. And we're like, yeah, but this is scary shit. Like, <laughs> we need to not do this. Anyways, end of story. We did get them down the hill. Everything was fine, but it was one Terrifying of the scariest the moments of my life. <laughs> like, and this was like, yes. we were filming there for like a month. So this happened like at Multiple least times. twice, a, yeah, at least twice a week because we would have night shoots there all the time. So, um, another moral of the yeah. story: if you're from another state where you're used to driving tractors, hey, your special skills could come yeah. into play if but you're even, a PA like, on location. I mean, listen, she had the confidence that was great, but like, 
even afterwards she was like that was fucking scary (laughs) like yeah um so yeah that's story number one that I have uh the next two stories are more like just kind of filming in like haunted locations which were really cool so I was working on and we actually shot in the house that was like the horror story or the horror house from season one of American Horror Story yeah um and we we just we were there for like I think it was one day maybe it was two days I'm not sure I think it was one day um we were there for like one day and the owners were like oh yeah like there's a basement and it's supposed to be haunted and um or the I so wish people. I was there I would have loved it's it it's so cool actually Hannah was on that day yeah you guys worked together <laughs> yeah, yeah we like shot we took a picture and like we're like or she took a picture of me being crazy um, I think sent it to you. I don't know. Yeah. Um, she t- she sent it to me with you guys there. Yeah. Unfortunately, I did not invite her to this private viewing of the basement, but a lot of us like went down to the basement, like locations allowed us down there and um, showed us around and they were like, it's haunted. And like, you can feel the spirits, like how it's like how damp it is. They're like, you can feel it. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's just damp because we're underground, but like, sure. I would have believed it. I know. Yeah. Well, everyone else was like, oh my gosh, this is so scary. I don't know. I'm one of those people that's like a little skeptical. I'm like, I feel like a lot of these things can be explained, you know? And you're like, oh, there's mold growing on there. I, I think it's just why. damp because there's a leak. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I wonder why. I think it's just people are like, there's black mold because the demons are rising from hell. <laughs> you're like, okay, well, yeah. you can like, take it that way. Too. Yeah, sure. That happens in my shower too. But <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I don't have black mold in my shower. It's fine. No um, more. <laughs> yeah, the demons are gone. I got my Ouija board and I said, go. Um, but. Yeah, so we were down there, and it was it was like interesting. You know, the lights like weren't working, so we were all using our cell phone flashlights, which of course makes it spookier. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was like five or six of us down there. Like there was a lot of us that went down there for like this small basement, and like it was like interesting only because like I guess they American Horror Story left a lot of their props, so they had like jars of like floating heads and stuff down there. Oh yeah, that would make it creepy. yeah yeah. <laughs> so it was just like oh cool look at the but also you know you're on a movie set and like we're literally on a movie set, so we yeah. I don't know it makes it where it's just like oh that's a cool way to do that they like I don't know it's like you're that's dark. a cool fluid that they use yeah. to portray this <laughs> yeah, like a total to, like, nerd really breaking down. <laughs> Like a yeah. total cinema nerd. Exactly. So, um, yeah, there was that. And then the last one I think was, like, the coolest. It was – we were filming on the Queen Mary for, like, I don't know. They were doing, like, hiccup shoots or something for this, like, one film that was – I don't know. I don't know what it was. It was, like, a film that was basically, like, I don't know. The brokers were kind of taking over. Like, the people who lent out the loans because, like – the filmmakers were like not didn't do well they like shot it all overseas and then they like I don't know it was just this crazy thing oh like yeah it was really weird but anyways it was just like this one day or I think they shot for like three days on the Queen Mary and I was only there for like the prep day um and I was just like handing out walkies well that job was like really simple and easy and like quick to do so a lot of the other times I was like wandering around and I had the set medic that I had worked on before or worked with before and she was like she's very good at like getting what she wants <laughs> in terms we of- love we love a female filmmaker who's yeah. good at getting what she wants yeah. yes um but she just like really has a way with like people and we met this one guy who was like I think he was a volunteer um or he worked with it or something he was like he worked on the Queen Mary as like just like a passion for like 10 years oh it was like a crazy. tour guide or something yeah mm. and he also like upkept it and stuff like he you know he was like properly like I don't know associated with the one of their staff yeah yeah and so he ended up taking us on this like super in-depth tour just me and her and he would like tell us what was really interesting he was like oh this wood is from africa from da 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 da." and like this wood over here was made from i don't know some other tree over here which was crazy because like you he really like went in depth in the artistry and then he also like went through and like told us all the different like stories of people of like hauntings or like people who had actually died because i guess also the queen mary like hit got hit by something I don't know I think maybe it was repeat or I don't know what it was but it got hit by something and (laughs) I'm a really good storyteller I promise um (laughs) we did our research before recording this clearly (laughs) clearly it got hit by something in in some way and like a bunch of people ended up like dying because of it um it also like was used I think in world war one of the world wars to like help soldiers like come back to America or whatever 
Um, and he was, what he said was, which was like, I think just like, it was just such like a peaceful way of thinking. He was like, yeah. So, I mean, a lot of people find these places like haunting and everything and like scary because so many people have like died on this ship. He was like, but the way I look at it is that so many people have died on this ship because so many lives have been on the ship. And mm. like, yeah. And I was like, like, it's just going to be a ratio, right? Like it th- things happen because so many people have passed through and have lived on this ship, mm-hmm. you know, that transpires. Right. Exactly. And like the only, there was one time when I got a little freaked out, we got to go into like where the engine engines were. And it was just like the noise, I think of like the engines, you know, working and, and everything, which it was, it was like at port so it wasn't like actually like moving but like you know they had the lights on and all that you have to run everything right so you know it was like on (laughs) they they flipped the switch on (laughs) um but yeah so but it was crazy because you could like it was just at the bottom of the ship you could like hear you know like it's like the muffling from like the waters around that are like moving you know yeah on top of like whatever like the the machines are that are working in there and it was just like a really disorienting kind of feeling like with the sounds and it did feel like really like that's the eerie. thing that kind of got, yeah, it was eerie and it kind of got my heart racing a little bit just cause like, I don't know. And there was also like something that happened where like a sailor got caught in a door or something and died down there too. So that also was like, didn't help my like, this is kind of freaky Ooh, <laughs> sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. We just but, found Jess's threshold. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Paranormal belief. Well, I mean, it was just one of those things where it was just like, I don't know. It felt so disorienting and it was like very like, I don't know, a lot of... On your senses. Yeah. Very, like, sensory overload. Exactly. And then on top mm. of that, then there was, like, also this, like, random story of, like, a door randomly closing on a soldier, and, like, he died slowly, and the whatever. Being trapped and in like, here, and you're like, okay, yeah. let's get me out. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> let's get back up there. Exactly, exactly. So, um, but yeah, it was, like, a really cool tour and thing to, I don't know. On your, and, and film yeah. sets are cool like that. You get to, like, film with all these, like, weird places that have, like, hauntings and everything, or supposed hauntings. So it's pretty cool. But that's my horror story or three horror stories, I guess I shouldn't say. That's cool. Yeah. Good ones. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I would love to film at a haunted location. I thoroughly believe in mostly everything. Yeah. And um, that would be the best. I would be horrified and terrified. But I mean, it would just feed into the project, I think. Yeah. It's pretty fun. Um, but not so fun stuff. Uh, we have Kelsey next. She has two frightfully cringy and dangerous stories, and she is our fave sound engineer. Let's take it away, Kelsey Nye. Kelsey, give me a little set horror story, whether it be, like you said, safety or haunted or whatever. Okay. Let's hear it. Um, okay, I'm going to set the scene for you. <laughs> <laughs> Picture you and... I've got 14 other crew members and cast members have just been driven to the mountains in a Hummer limo at probably too fast of a speed. So everyone's like a little bit nauseous and they come upon this cabin and they say for the next six days, we're all going to live in this cabin together and shoot a feature film. And I know six days doesn't seem like enough time to shoot a feature film, but we're different and we figured it out and the industry like made the wheel wrong and like <laughs> we're, we got it. And also this is a horror film we're shooting. Um, so we so all, there will be blood. Yes. And, and it's like one of the dumb horror films where somehow there has to be like more sex involved than you would okay. expect. Yeah. This is before the days of, Intimacy coordinators, coordinators. which is a horror in itself. Just side note. Now this is getting a little like sillier than horror, but two of the actors were also exes. Mm, Tensions were high. Yeah. So that was a weird day where you could tell no one wanted to be doing what they were doing. And this is an advocation for intimacy coordinators because um, the uh assistant director and the director i think like you could tell that they were pushing for things that people were clearly not comfortable with Mm. but use that in the the atmosphere (laughs) building okay everything's really uncomfortable everyone feels uncomfortable um and we start shooting this horror 
um, movie about people like slowly getting picked off at a cabin and all the crew members, um, we basically get to sleep for like four or five hours a night in the rooms where we just shot people being murdered. Um, And then you like wake up and you do it again. And after day three, everyone's like a little disoriented, feeling a little sick and a little crazy. And you have no sense of like time because you're just shooting whenever. And a uh, BTS crew starts shows up and starts filming us and in my like frenzied state i start like expecting us to slowly get the crew members to slowly get picked off one by (laughs) one start disappearing and then the real movie was them showing the like psychological horror of being on this small production and then the bts people would watch us it, the nice version would be if they like, yeah, just snuck us away and be like, you can go home now. Sorry that like you had to be here. Um, and In that was, case, it would be best to be picked off first exactly. so you could go home sooner. But like if they were going full docu style, just like put all the animals in a cage and see what we like do because everyone was good. I mean, everyone actually trauma bonded a lot. But yeah. So we wouldn't hurt each other, but I feel like. <laughs> I don't know. I immediately started having um, visions of like, are we in a horror movie? Yeah. Are they filming it right now? Are we going to die? So I feel like I didn't build the dread. No, that's just know that it felt that way. You don't know how awful things feel until like you haven't slept. Yeah. Well, that's the whole thing, right? Is like, it's the lack of sleep, which happens on films anyways, but (laughs) uh, like even union films, but yeah yeah dang and then hmm, this is a shorter but maybe better story is like just for shock value my first um my first feature yeah it was my or my second feature i was two really terrible like safety mistakes happened um one was we had like a a blank in a gun mm-hmm. um, and the actor just, I don't know why this happened. I, I'm like booming from next to the camera, but not right at camera. And the actor like needs something to lock onto, I guess that's not right down the barrel. So like every take, no matter where I went, I felt like he was pointing the gun at me. Oh my God. I like really freaked out and he fired it. And I was close enough that I just got the like, bam, that like hit of all the like shit that comes out of the gun oh my god and like this was i guess this is the horror part of it is because i was so green and so just like you know well you just gotta take it i was like yeah what like didn't say hey i don't like you shooting guns yeah i was just like all right here we are making this movie oh my god that is like actually especially knowing the rust shooting that just happened like not too long ago. I mean, oh, that's very, that's like actually properly scary. And yeah. I feel like that's, um, I mean, any haunted scary that, that comes up, I feel like is always going to be a little like, oh, a little silliness to it. But yeah. like the proper scary is like safety scary. Yeah. <laughs> like that's what I feel like. Yeah. And then it's like, and it, the added level is just the belief that you, you feel uncomfortable even before the like bad thing happens, but you just like, don't feel like you can say it. And yeah. Then, and then you're like trapped in that awful feeling. Mm-hmm. And then a bad thing happens and you're like, I don't see, I knew it. I thought that was going to be bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and then same production. Um, I was in, we're out in Colorado and we're in a truck the director, actor, producer is driving the truck and we're in like a snowbed situation. And in the back of the truck is one of those trailer inserts. So like a little RV like camping setup that goes in the truck bed. And so I'm in the back there like mixing and I run microphones into the the bed of the, or the cabin of the truck. Mm-hmm. And the director got just kind of like too into the scene director actor and so he like oh god flips the truck basically <gasps> like not a not a dramatic flip but we were in the snowbed so he gets it up on the edge and then the truck falls onto its side and number one i'm in this 
truck bed thing like loose with no seatbelt or anything. Yeah. And we fall slowly, but I don't have windows either. So it's kind of like disorienting. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. And like, I remember like going to the other side of the truck as if like I could weight it back down to the thing. And because this was a production where like everyone was just flying so loose, I don't think they even had a thought of this being a possible, a possibility. Yeah. There was no like, plan for it so even when bad things happened we couldn't even manage them properly like people went over to the actors in the cab and were like rushing them out but they forgot I was in there (gasps) and so like I was and like my memory of it is that I couldn't get out of the it had like a little back door yeah window and so I'm like banging on the like glass window and I'm fine I'm not injured but I'm like really freaked out yeah and like I don't have a walkie. I have no communication with anybody. And I'm just like stuck in a sideways trailer, like knocking on the window. Eventually somebody came, but it was like in that moment of panic, I was like, oh my gosh, like film is terrifying. Nobody takes care of you. And you have to just like. And this was one of your first few jobs, huh? Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That is so, that's so scary. Which is why safety is so important on set. Because like, you you're capturing these like weird things like you know like i don't know you're capturing these like i don't know these weird things that most people are probably aren't doing on the daily dang okay well i don't know how to end it but thanks so much for sharing these stories (laughs) i hope um now that we're on union sets hopefully there's definitely more regulation and everything yeah i've noticed like a big night and day difference and I mean, even if I just feel safer on the union sets, knowing that even if like some crazy thing happens, there's all the infrastructure there to take care of you, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So yeah, definitely. The takeaway from this, I think, is to always use your voice as long as you have one. (laughs) When you feel like you need to run from a situation, run. Let someone know, but run. Well, Speaking of running, make sure you can see where you're going. Because I think, uh, Mo, you have a piercing story about something like this, right? I sure do. So one of my onset horror stories, um, not necessarily my story, so I'm going to leave out the person's name, but I was very much a part of it. So we were producing a project together. It was the first time that this team had produced together. It was lower budget, but it was still like close to 30 grand. So still like a lot of money involved in it. Was a one day shoot out in the desert and we wrapped. We wrapped at the end of the night. Um, everyone was so excited about wrapping and getting the fucking wrap photo. <laughs> <laughs> and me and my friend were like, guys, we have to pack up. Like we're losing light. We like didn't bring light Mm -hmm. only like headlights of cars. We had about eight cars there. Everyone's turning on their headlights. They're like, Oh my God, let's try and get a good photo. Blah, blah, blah. Let's get everybody in here. I don't even think we were in the photo because we were like, we we have to pack up so much. We had, um, you're like in the background with all the things. All the things. (laughs) Yeah. We were like, we can't leave anything behind. Like we have major squash in the back. (laughs) (laughs) There's a sighting. Um, because we were producers on it, but it was very much all hands on deck. Like yeah. We're also acting as PAs, right. like capacity. Um, we had a, a bathroom trailer that needed to be loaded onto a car and transported. We had trash that needed to be taken out. Like we're moving, like we had a hair and makeup tent, all this stuff, crafty station. And everyone's just like, come on, let's get a photo. Me- meanwhile, we lose light. <laughs> so we're, yeah, we're out there with just the car lights on, trying to pack up everything, trying to make sure we don't lose any equipment that we have to return. Um, me and my friend are dragging this like trash can. And because there's no light, we don't see like we're standing on like shards of wood or something. Mm-hmm. A shard of wood comes up and goes through her Achilles. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, it was like, probably an inch or so but yeah. that's pretty big to get in there yeah and like getting out like splinters it like... didn't come out if there's piece there's pieces there still in, oh her, in her foot and so we thankfully we had insurance we went to workers comp we had a first aid kit there so I like did as much first aid as I could but like 
also she was fucking pissed mm-hmm. and I was fucking pissed and I felt bad. I was dragging this well, trash can with her and I, I, she got hurt and I didn't. Yeah. One more thing. Yeah. It was just like, guys, like we were telling you, like we needed to pack up and because no, first of all, no one was helping us pack up. Everyone else was just like too excited that we wrapped and we're just, I mean, you just got to think big picture. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, let's, let's go for a drink after everything is packed and like take a photo somewhere. But like, it, it just wasn't safe to mm-hmm. to do that and it wasn't a good decision and my friend got hurt and it fucking sucks um damn damn what a gory ending <laughs> yes on that note here's another bone shattering on set story from jessica okay so <laughs> my next uh horror story which i tend to have a lot weirdly enough <laughs> so i was a background pa um i was helping you know i was leading the background we had it was a day that we had like i don't know a handful of background but it was a tight day daylight dependent you know lots of high intense situations whatever so we're bringing in these background i'm sending a lot of them up to set but we're missing like one background performer who was like dressed up as a cop and I'm still in base camp and I'm like, I guess this guy like locked his keys in the car or something happened where he was like wandering around base camp slash the parking lot. And so we were like trying, I was trying to find him. He was like the last missing piece of the puzzle. <laughs> and so, and we, of course too, we don't have like any signal on um, walkie signal, like from base camp to uh, our actual set and oh, no. our like phone signal was pretty weak as well. So... I'm like, not even sure. I'm like, did he travel? Like, I don't understand. Like I'm looking around the parking lot. I went into like the hair and makeup trailer to see if he was like in there or something like getting a cut or whatever. And I come out of it and like, there's gopher holes all over this base camp and our locations wasn't the best on this, uh, certain shoot. And they like, normally what you do if there's like gopher holes is like you put like cones over them in it or over them. Right. So that way people can see. Um, well, I'm like texting, like furiously, like looking for this one cop and I'm like, you know, just as like, you know, the most like chaotic, um, background PA you've ever seen, like running around base camp trying to find this fucking guy. And of course I step into a gopher hole. <laughs> this wasn't just any gopher hole though. This one went, when I went in, cause I fell into a proper hole. It went up to my knee. That's how far down. And I right away realize I'm like, fuck, like, I've hurt myself. I like hobble over to the AD trailer, which thankfully was like not too far away, but like properly hobbling over my, my angles, like fully swollen. They call the <laughs> medic from, from set and like bring him over. I, like, I basically long story short, I'm out for like three or four months because of this damn, when, when was this? This was, a, it was for that's oh whenever I, you had me watching Henry. Oh yeah. <laughs> and so the joke the entire time. Story. Yes. So whenever I like then, <laughs> of course, coming back to work because I was staffed on. So eventually like I, I got back. It was a really, really, really bad sprain. It was like my foot was fucking massive um, and blue and purple all over, all over. But when I finally come back, of course, every single time they like, on the on the walkie, our like key PA would be like, "All right, we're on a new location, Jessica. Be careful, don't fall into any holes." They started saying that I was the little baby Jessica that fell down the whale, the well. <laughs> um, my background, um, we had some core background. I just got a text from someone that said, "Hey, your signs up because they're on set, and it says be careful of gopher holes." <laughs> so basically, you I became the girl that <laughs> fell into the hole. I was like Alice in Wonderland of the freaking set and implemented major signage changes. Yeah, I'm, well, honestly, thank God I was a PA and not like the lead, like of yeah. our freaking like our number one, because that what is what could have been like the worst would be like you know, a, I don't know, head of department or something. Cause I mean, I didn't know gopher holes got that big. Well, I mean, I don't know if it was a go, it was just a fucking, it was a mess. <laughs> I don't was know. Mess. It was just so, it was like the biggest hole I've ever seen. <laughs> and it was just like outside the makeup trailer. Like yeah. I stepped down That's and stepped over and there it was. insane that someone else didn't fall down it. Yeah. I mean, thank God it was me, right? And not someone else. I mean, no, it shouldn't have been anyone. No, it shouldn't have been anyone. I mean, yeah, that's the big thing. And of course, like the minute I step out, cause like they, 
our transpo like took me to like an ER or urgent care or whatever. And um, the minute I like step out of the AD trailer, I like look over and like all of a sudden all the cones are up because <laughs> they're like, you know, oh, we can't have another person get hurt. I was, oh, I was so annoyed. Horror. Horror. From ditches to spirits in the air, here's our friend and sound utility, Rocio, with her on-location story. I remember one time we were uh, shooting in Simi Valley. It was in this nice, like, big mansion. It looked like a ranch. The weather was so bad. Like, we were shooting indoors, but everyone's equipment was outside. It started thunder, uh, lightning. It was sprinkling. It was super windy. And I was just like, this is bad. This is bad. And then we had an umbrella in our utility cart. Mm -hmm. I step away to go get like something. And then I just start seeing the tents fly. (gasps) Like a tent flew. It literally flew over. It was like the hair and makeup tent just flew over and it started dragging. And like the PAs caught it. And next thing you know, I see the sound cart. The umbrella just completely flips over and it flew up. And I was like, where is it going? And and then like me and uh, like some other PAs, we like ran. We're like, where did the umbrella go? And it's like, it's down there. It's down there. And it was like a little cliff with like plants and cactuses. And the umbrella was just stuck upside down. And I was just like, oh my god, how am I going to get that? And we had to stop like. The AD was like, all right, everyone, we're going to stop right now. We're going to stop because yeah. they had lights outside. It was like so all they hands couldn't. on deck. Yeah. yeah. And so yeah. they shut the lights off. Everyone just ran in. And the sound mixer was outside too. And he ran in with mm-hmm. his like sound cart. And I was just Well, like, if it's oh lightning, gosh. you have to like stop. Like, I think it's like for 45 minutes or I don't know, some sort of like stupid amount of time. Yeah. If it's like within so much distance yeah, that's, that's what it's like at the pool too we have to shut down for 30 minutes and every time it's thunder or lightning we reset the clock and yeah it starts for another 30 minutes yeah so sure it's like similar it's probably the same thing yeah, yeah. so i remember yeah. like it was like lightning but it wasn't like super bright it was like in a distance you would see it but mm-hmm. the thunder was loud like yeah. it was loud and it was sprinkling it was mm-hmm. super windy it was funny because i was like how are we gonna get the umbrella like our equipment's gonna get wet and then we called the locations guy and he basically said that one of the pas could go and get it and i was like go search through the cactus but it's like <laughs> it's like you know it's like so steep and then at the end one of the site reps ended up going and getting the umbrella. yeah don't freaking sacrifice a pa for that <laughs> I, was like, okay. no. I was like oh no i was like okay but that was funny just because everything just started flying around yeah. always always weigh down your canopies with sandbags please. yeah <laughs> please most times you can plan for the weather but you can't plan for everything Here's Hannah's startling pre-production stories. All right, so Hannah, what are your horror stories? Ooh, <laughs> scary, <laughs> sad production stories. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think some of my personal horror stories are like pre-production things that happen and um from my experience like usually it's like pre-production can go fairly smoothly like you get your bumps in the road and things you have to figure out and then production's crazy um but this last one we did uh are the week before um production was supposed to start was insane. So uh, (laughs) our location was supposed to be set out in the desert at a very specific kind of house. Yeah, we wanted like a futuristic deserty house, but like we needed big windows and it had to really be all these specific things. And so we got this one spot um, through kind of like an Airbnb website but not Airbnb. Um, And we were supposed to start on Friday, check in on Friday. We had this booked a month or two in advance. Uh, Like if not more. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, like two two plus months in advance. Everything was great. And like no one had heard, we had tried to contact the owners and no one had heard from them. And I've had these kind of places cancel on me before. 
However, I kind of just forgot. I just didn't even think that that was a possibility. No, we did an instant book. It was supposed to be fun. It was supposed to be. And like I've had them cancel on us, but like months and months in advance or like a few days after because there was a glitch in the system and they caught it or whatever. Yes. But. But this was, (laughs) we had it booked for so long. We're like, okay, the shot list is surrounding basically how this is built. Like everything is surrounding about how this home was built and so we're like okay we're ready to go we shoot on friday the tuesday before shooting it fucking you can bleep that out canceled it fucking canceled on us like tuesday evening yeah and it was like it was basically wednesday it was basically like two days before yeah and it was was wednesday because bb was already it was less than 48 hours notice yeah because we already flew out like there was no way we were going to cancel because Phoebe's flight was already out. She was already here, and she was flying uh, okay. out on Wednesday. So it was Wednesday. So it was Wednesday. Wednesday evening. Wednesday evening. Oh gosh. And mind you, I was like sick as a dog leading up to this, and I had no voice, and I was just like, mm! like I just wanted to sleep before I had to go out into the desert and shoot for a couple days. Um, but I was just like, okay. I was like very calm. I was like okay, it canceled. What can we do here? And you know, <laughs> it was like, it was like in our budget and all these things. Luckily, grace of God, we got a little influx of money and we were able to find something very like different from what we first had, but it kind of still checked all the boxes and we were able to fix it. So that's mm-hmm. like, just like, Producing 101 is shit like that. But and then once we solidified that, we're like, okay, we have this new place. We're going to have to adjust. It's a couple hours away from the other spot, whatever. Um, the uh, Thursday night. So we're leaving in the morning. We're supposed to pick up all the equipment Friday morning. Thursday night, I get a message from one of the rental houses we're renting from. And they're like, hey, we're canceling. <laughs> we're canceling <laughs> like monitors. your monitors. Yeah. So the director monitor and the DP's monitor so they can see what's going on. And they're like, hey, we're canceling. And at this point, I'm having a glass of wine with the writer of this, <laughs> the writer and the EP of the film at her home. And I was just like, <laughs> nightmare i was like we were so close we were so close and so um i'm talking to them and the guy was just like yeah it came back broken we can't rent it out blah 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 it was a whole thing luckily luckily yeah our dp he was like wait which rental house is this from and somehow he knows the guy and he like went around the system and was like just negotiated out the butt, which was amazing. And then we were able to get it um, with some like conditions and stuff. But holy cow, that was, I was just like, I just want to like go home. Like I just want to sleep. (laughs) Yeah. It was a lot of like, it it was just all so last minute. Yeah. It was very last minute. This happens, you know, things cancel, like you, okay, whatever. So, but it was like the fact that it was like all, all of that sort of stuff was like 48 hours in advance. Like if you were someone who was like, who believed in signs, those are probably to be signs to like cancel. No, and I do believe in signs. (laughs) And I was just like, you were, you did bring it. I was like, we're not doing, we can't. No. You were like, I mean, maybe... I was like, maybe we push it, but, like, as you said, like, Phoebe was already out here. Mm-hmm. If she wasn't, if it was, like, literally maybe two days before, I'd be like, we should look into, like, other options. Right. But, um... Yeah, we had a crew member. What, what was she for Sadie? She was... No, no. Sorry, she sorry. A gaffer. Oh, gaffer. Sorry, mm-hmm. sorry. Yeah. She was... Um, yeah, so she's a gaffer for production. Got flown out, and our DP has very limited availability. So yeah. I... We probably wouldn't have been able to do it till well, next year. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah, so it was it was nuts. So mm-hmm. it was crazy, so crazy. It was, fun. but then the shoot was like, but it was hell. literally the chillest shoot we've ever had. But somehow we lost a sandbag, literally one sandbag, and we had no equipment. Like we had such a minimal shoot, yeah. and we lost one sandbag. And now I'm still dealing with that lost sandbag <laughs> with the guy. <laughs> We're doing some weird back and forth. Um. 
But yeah, good times. No, it was it was the chillest production yeah. we've had. So after a nightmare of pre-production, it, yeah, nightmare. for the just the week leading, just the few days leading up. Yeah, yeah, no, like yeah, one of those things where if like the pre stuff goes awry, then you're probably fine come production day. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah, you're works. everyone else is fine. I know. I was like all stressed, and everyone was like, "Okay, we got it." I yeah. like I I was ading the project, and I had. Uh, nothing to do. <laughs> like yeah. I had some stuff to do, but you guys were on top. That of was it. like one thing is like thankfully we just had we had our best people. Like our actor dancer, she was freaking killed it. Which was the only person that we hadn't like worked with before in some capacity. Um, we auditioned her and everything, but she was like so skilled and just like came out with like a amount of like confidence that was just like yeah, I got this. And I was like okay, yeah, cool. she needed like class. no direction. Yeah. You would like be like, oh, maybe do this. And it was just like, and then it was done. Yeah. I was, I like, was okay. like, okay. Yeah. So far, these stories have been sweetly terrifying. But this next one's an everyday horror story that many of us can relate to all too well. I think my biggest horror story on set is the main reason why I joined SAG. <laughs> um, perfect. Perfect. Yes. Yeah, so I was the lead in this feature. It was like my first feature um, and I was SAG eligible and the other actors in it were SAG, already SAG. Um, I was working 12 hour days, you know, for, I think it was a total of like 20 something days, but it was like a month long shoot. And I was there for 12 hours a day, at least five days a week, sometimes six. And I became friends with the costume designer because we went to colleges that were very close by. We had mutual friends and he's like, Hey, they just had me deliver a check to the other actor on set. Do you want to know how much he's making? And I was like, sure. And it was for his eight days and he worked more than eight days, but like only for eight days, Mm -hmm. what this check was for or seven days or something like that, like a week, his check was over three times my total amount. Oh my. And how many days were you on? And you were the lead, Almost 30. And I was the lead working 12 hour days. He was work. No, no, not really. He was working four to six hour days. Oh my God. Yeah. And my, yeah, his amount for one week was three times my total amount for the we whole shoot. I love the horror stories of inequality. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I was immediately, I was like, fuck this. Yeah. Um, there was a name on it with me, but this wasn't like a name. Like yeah. he'd done a couple things, but not like crazy. Um, and so I was like, fuck this. Yeah. And then also. Because I could understand like if someone's going to bring in the commercial appeal, like they just have like their yeah, agents or whatever, course, right? Like there's course. certain like. There are certain, like, things that, like, you can factor in. But, like, clearly this person didn't have, like, any of those things. So To my knowledge, no. I don't think yeah. it was sold for distribution, though. It, like, was in talks of being sold for distribution. But, but still. Um, but still. Um, so I was like, okay, I'm not going to be SAG out. Literally, like, the next day I'm like, oh, I'm paying for, I'm paying for SAG. I'm joining now. I've been eligible for, like, two years. And I'm just going to do it because this isn't okay. Yeah. Um, and I mean – not really like the filmmaker's fault. Like I signed a contract. I said yes to the amount that they gave me. Like that their the other contracts is what they negotiated. So it's but it's I think it's so important that we talk about pay because mm-hmm. people should know what other people are making because if you don't know, you don't know and you're gonna be lowballed and people aren't and you're you know, you're never gonna know what the norm is until you research. Right. Um I also just think if like you have the money like pay your lead, like pay the people. You know what I mean? Like it should be based off of like, you know, the leads or heads of departments or whatever it is. And it was like exhausting. Off- I was in yeah. every scene. I was doing stunts. I was, <laughs> I, it was a lot. And I had, a, I mean, I'm so thankful to you for the experience, but I learned a shit ton. Um, another thing is like a separate instance, someone had me write down different times for my start and end time on a SAG form. And he's and they're like, oh, you know, I know you worked a little bit over 12 hours today, but then we get billed and it doesn't affect you getting paid at all. So if you could just sign out at this time, that'd be helpful. 
So like he's standing over me as I'm signing out and he's like, I'll sign out for you. Don't worry about it. And then the next future days I was just like, no, I'm going to sign out at my end time and this is what it is. Mm -hmm. And then sure enough, I got checks from SAG. I mean, they were small. They were like 20 bucks or something, but it's like, here's the, this amount because they worked you over, but it adds up. And I'm like, fuck on all those other days when you said like, no, 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 I'll sign out for you. Yeah. 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 Um, so just like shady stuff like that. Like if it feels shady, it probably is shady Mm -hmm. and just do the best that you can to advocate for yourself. I was super young. Like I said, my first feature, first feature as a lead. Um, but just like taking care of yourself and, um, and talking to people Mm -hmm. because like, wasn't that person's place to tell me what someone else was making? No, but it was, you know, it's good information to know and to have confidential, you know, friends who will tell you that like you are being lowballed and like you're worth more. Yeah. So that's how I, that's the reasoning why I joined SAG when I did. Yeah. That is a horror story. It sure is. (laughs) Yeah. That really sucked the life out of me. Let's bring some life back into our final story of our Halloween episode. Hannah and Jess deal with a plethora of frightful and hilarious occurrences as PAs. Jess and Hannah, bring it home. So I was a background PA and we had a shoot for a show that I worked on and it was like a three-day shoot and it was in this, it was in Agua. It was in Agua Dulce, which is just a little bit, I think more like north slash east of Santa Clarita, which is where we would normally shoot. Yeah. But uh, it was where the um, the us, or not us, uh, the Nope set. Yeah. yeah nope. That's where they would uh, shoot. The movie Nope was shot up there. So yeah. it's that kind of landscape. Yeah. So we were up there. Basically, like the storyline was, there was like, I don't know, a gala type party and then like a bomb goes off or whatever and so we shot the first day was a night shoot and we had or it was like a split day so we had like people come in they got all like they had these like gowns on and then they got like bloodied up right and then um we had like a hundred background and then there were also like different like um groups of background as well we had uh like people who were supposed to be like protesters there and everything and all this stuff. And basically the first day we were super understaffed. It was like a weird, weirdly challenging type of like set where like base camp was just like a little bit below and then like, um, a dirt, like on a dirt path or whatever. And then the actual set was like up above and like, again, not like it wasn't like far or anything, but with people who are like wearing heels, like walking up a dirt, path like it's not accessible and we have like all ages we had some people with like um you know who are like slower walkers and everything as well but basically that day we came in it was crazy it was very cold um because it was like I think in yeah it was like in the winter because we were gonna go on break like the you know this was like our last like three days before so this was like an break. early December maybe yeah it was, I think maybe November yeah December I think was what it was and we go and our main actor ends up like not our main number one or anything but our actor who was like it was like his scene sort of thing like it was gonna be a big emotional arc for him um ended up getting covid so we were like okay let's shoot as much as we can around him he had covid like earlier in the week but i guess he was still like pretty symptomatic and like not feeling well so we're like we'll shoot as much as we can like around him and like you know we'll keep pushing him until hopefully he like is good um towards the end of the week and um yeah so we're shooting around so that was like number one the weird thing and then number two we had two background people who ended up getting drunk on set and oh my god yeah background holding was down by base camp in just a bunch of tents open tents and that was a big issue too because it was it was so cold cold and it was like muddy and stuff and it was just tents and like everyone was freezing and they were in like they were in like backless dresses and stuff yeah, you know yeah. no. and um I mean the daytime wasn't too bad because the sun was out and everything so it was okay but at night the minute it turned nighttime it was bad mm. but yeah we had these like two background artists that ended up getting drunk um one like we, we can't hold them because like otherwise it's like false imprisonment so we can't like take away car keys but we can be technically like liable you know if something happens but somehow one got away and like drove <laughs> off 
The other one, they, and how, they were like blitzed. They yes. weren't just like, oh, we're drinking. <laughs> yeah, they were drunk. Yeah, like the other oh, one, no. we like waited out for a while, and somehow <laughs> she was still drunk. She must have still been drinking, or something was happening. And like, and it wasn't also, it wasn't like a weird like medication thing or or whatever, you know, something like they could smell the alcohol um, or set medic. But she was like still drunk by the end of the night. So what they had was they had transpo take her to a hotel, our PA drive her car behind it. So again, we're short staffed. We have like now one PA gone, you know, doing that. Um, And then I had another instance where like someone wasn't comfortable with like the script and like being portrayed as like a protester for whatever it was, but it wasn't like anything. I didn't necessarily really get it, but I think there was miscommunication going on. But and it's also like way, a background and are you going to be seen? seen? Yeah, exactly. At all. And it wasn't. It and you got hired as a protester. Yeah, they do yeah. tell you. And like, they do tell you what you're going to. And yeah. you have no lines. Yeah. 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 Um, wow. Interesting. But either way, they like didn't feel comfortable. So they ended up like leaving um like nicely it was like a conversation it was like you know because it yeah it was like a it was a decent conversation but either way another thing we had to deal with right we had waves of background coming in throughout the day um and yeah and then at night it got down to like 30 degrees jeez and we had no like we were like we can't have them bring their jackets up to set because it's like an open set and there was like no place to put them and I was like, this isn't unacceptable. Like, basically, our AD team, like, completely, like, failed, honestly. Like, the way we – that particular night, like, all the PAs, we, like, sat down with our first, and we were like, hey, we wanted to help you as much as we could. But, like, we just, like – there was a miscommunication. There was, like, problems with X, Y, Z. No heaters. Um, no, yeah. yeah. I mean, we eventually got heaters up, but then we would, like, put up these tents, like, that were not on camera. But then we would have, like – next thing we turn around the grips would be taking them down because they're like well we have to get our truck in here to pack up and we're like we're not even done with the scene what are you talking about so it was like this whole situation it was like it was so bad we were so pissed off like as a team because we were like doing lots of labor we were getting pulled in every direction and like it was just the worst anyways that day ends um you know it was a, a shit show <laughs> and we talk with our ad we tell her about it and like you know we make a plan for the next day like to you know go through and everything's gonna be better the next day comes around our actor is still sick we're still trying to work around or no i think yeah i think that's what it was we like our actor was still sick so we were still we're working around day two or maybe he was still sick and we shot everything that we could and so we were like ended up going to stages I can't remember. Um, there but, was one day that I was there. I like. I don't think he was there. Uh, okay. There was one day I was there that was like December, and then that was like the last day you guys were there. Okay. So and then, then we like went on break for a little while, yeah. and then okay, I so came back you, like a couple months later. Yes. Okay. So you were there <laughs> day two then. So we were shooting. Yeah. So yeah, because everyone was like, "Oh my god, it was so bad." Yeah. It was. So it was bad. like a Friday or something, and I came on Monday. It was something like that. Like you guys had a couple of days, but like, okay, you it was your second day. Thanks. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So refreshing. So yeah, he still wasn't good. We ended up doing, like, moving our shoot to a different day, but we still had two more days to shoot out. So we came back, like, the following week or whatever it was. And, um, yeah, that day, I think we ended up – that's when we got our background in a bar. Yeah. Right? Which was, like, available the whole time. I don't know why we weren't able to do that before. Yeah. So we were putting them in holding. There was just kind of, like, a really old-school – um kind of like western strip mall I guess and there was like a bar in it that the owner was like oh yeah they can sit in here and have heating and a tv and it was it was not huge but it was big like Christmas yeah it was like very cute and cozy and we were just like oh we could have like done this the whole time yeah (laughs) but um yeah that's when I came on and there's like still 100 background and I was helping Jess with background Mm -hmm. and so I was very much just trying to like alleviate anything um because she was just you know going through it a little bit (laughs) um so I was just trying to like help and alleviate um and there was this one background artist you get people from all backgrounds literally like all backgrounds all ages you don't know what you're gonna get and there is one older gentleman um that seemed to have a little bit of a hard time walking 
you know, and and older, and we're, not like he's in his fifties. Like older is like he's in his seventies, like eighties, I think. His seventies, probably. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he was like there. He was like yeah. sharp mentally, mm-hmm. and really he, sharp mentally. Yeah, and he really mm-hmm. like he wanted to be on set and whatever, and so he's um doing his thing but it's it's a tricky set like what we were saying the location it's like all dirt it's like these hills and there's holes everywhere so you got to be careful um but I see this guy and we're trying to get everyone in we need to start the day and he's like still over getting breakfast which was so far away from where background holding was and where the set was and he walks so slow (laughs) So I was just like, I see him. I know everyone else is okay. And I was like, all right, let me just help him. And I'm like carrying stuff for him. I'm like, hey, what's up? And he's like, oh, yeah, thank you so much. And I was like, yeah, we just got to get you up here. He's like, oh, but I I need things. Like he kept like needing shit like from his car and asking like, do I need to get any more makeup? I'm like, you should have already been in makeup. How were you at breakfast for an hour and a half? Yeah. Like it was like one of those things that you're like, wait, what's going on here? And then I'd help him. But then I was like, we really need to get here. Yeah. And so, you know, helping him do whatever he needed to do. But he was just kind of like, it seemed like running the clock. Mm -hmm. And then there's a couple times he's like, I just want to be like closer to camera or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like once we finally got going and like. But we were matching what was happening the day before. So it was like, you got to match. Yeah, exactly. It's like you stay where you are. It's fine. Mm -hmm. And then as we could, we like wouldn't put him in because he started to be a pain in the ass, not because he was slow, but he would be like coughing an attitude and be like taking us away from what we really needed to be working on. Yeah. Mm. And the day before. Just being I a remember, distraction. Yeah. yeah. The day before, I remember <clears throat> him like trying to chat with me and like I'm down for chats, but the thing is, is like the PAs, we have a walkie in our ear. We have people talking to us. We have other jobs. Like, and I like love to chit chat with my, but like most people get it when they're like, I you know, someone's calling me in my ear. Like, yeah. To, like, and honestly, you know. that group of background, there's a lot of really cool people that we mm-hmm. chat with and they'd be like, go, you're busy. Go yeah, do your yeah, thing. Yeah. Like they were all like, they were all really cool. Yeah. But he, um, slowly throughout the day was just getting more and more like irritated about just anything. And he would be talking to us and we would literally be like, I can't right now. Yeah. Right. And he would just be like, mad yeah. at that which is so that's ridiculous on set like mm-hmm. that's so weird we all have jobs to do yeah <laughs> it's like insane. I'm sorry I can't just like talk to you right now um and so that became a thing and then he would be like I have to go to my car which was so far away from set and then he would like stay there yeah for like an hour and we're like where is this guy he was <laughs> in the last shot so we have to go find him and it was just adding more and more time and then we cut him early yeah we cut him early because we were like we need to get him out of here and the night before i waited an hour and a half for him to change out of his costume and come sign out yeah and i was like i'm not and he was like arguing with me as like when his out time was i was like you are 30 40 minutes past the last person that was out and we cut you earlier. So, yeah. no, I'm not putting you down. Where were you? And he was like, well, I was getting out of I was like, no, no, no. Like, you were not here for an hour and a half. You are 40 minutes past the last person that was out. And they got cut, like, half hour. And where, that's, where were you? And the thing is, it's like, yeah, he was moving slow. However. But it was. A PA. No, but a PA saw him just, like, sitting in his car at one point, like, doing nothing. Yeah. Like, just, like, running running time. He was like, oh, I need my shoes. And then he just went and, like, sat in his car. Yeah. And we're like, buddy. And, like, we would be like, oh, we'll walk with you so we can keep eyes. And he'd be like, no, 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 no. And we're like, ah, no, dude. And so he's getting more and more mad. And he was, like, getting mad at Jessica because she was, like, laying down the law finally. (laughs) Because I already had a day with him. But then he would, like, like, come up to me and be like, I just, like, I don't want uh, the AD team and production to not think I'm doing a good job and I want to be called back. And if and this like, is, do a good job. and he's like, if this is going to like hurt my, because I have a career or <laughs> yeah. whatever, he's like, if this is going to hurt my career or whatever. And I'm like, I, li- I think at one point I was like, the fact that you're even still like talking to me about this 
is going to hurt your career. <laughs> I, was you like, I said something along the lines of that. Yeah. I was just like, if you keep this going, it's making it worse for you. Like, mm-hmm. just like move it along, you know, like, yeah, go, like yeah. get changed. Like, don't sit here and talk to me for 30 minutes. And then like, he don't started getting weirdly stern with us. That mm-hmm. was the thing. He'd like, he kind of start yelling at us more and like, give us like attitude and Whoa. be like, it was oh yeah, weird. you need me here. Uh, like, I'm just like, well, yeah, you're about, that's where, yes. Yeah, it was there. so weird. And so that was like the, it was just such a mess. It was so annoying. Yeah. And then we were basically just like at the end of the day, let's not call him back. Yeah. We do not want him. Cut to a couple months later, a well, month later. and let me talk about this. Yeah, the fact that it was a month later, it this was going to be a episode yeah. this whole day. Uh, the, the stories of yeah. Agadolce, the hauntings yeah. of Agadolce. Uh, uh, more horror than nope, basically. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we tried to get back to this location. The first time, we got rained out. The second time, we, and like, it was like all like sand, basically, or like dirt. So like, we it was couldn't, so muddy. muddy. We yeah. couldn't do it. And then the second time we tried to go, we got wind out because we had like these like tarps up. And, like, oh, it was yeah. like, it would have been like blowing. So that we was scheduled this so much. That was such a crazy day. One after, two rained out, three winded out. I don't know. I think maybe there was another time that we couldn't go for some whatever reason, but it was insane. But yeah, Places so cursed. months and months later. So we're yeah, cursing yeah. And they like call me, they need extra hands. So they call me to come back and. Thankfully, it's the last day. Yeah, same scene. Really last day. Guess who's fucking there? <laughs> <laughs> this the background. Day. And I was like, how did we not? I was like, I know I'm not full time on this set. But I literally remember just being like, how did we not make sure he like did not come back? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, how did he get called back to this? And that's one thing. I don't know if it was like our ADs or not like passing on the message to central or yeah. sometimes central will like get the messages and not necessarily do, I don't anything. Know, do anything about it and like not take the yeah take the time but yeah yeah somehow he was back oh so he's back and i'm like shit and jessica and i are both just like all right uh you gotta do this 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 and this and we had another pa who was there and basically what happened that day is i knew the second or second second that came on to fill in the additional second second yeah Yeah. and then you he had you doing some other stuff what were you i think i was setting you were setting and so i was doing some more other setting with background so he was just Mm -hmm. like i'll give you a bigger role jess has to focus on this you kind of take over this part of her job and learn and figure it out, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, but this guy was like in my group, and he was like a fresh face to like at least to the days of Aguadol. Oh yeah, yeah. This AD was a fresh face, and I was like, Thanks. well, and the, the the other PA too, right? Oh he yeah, wasn't there before was he? No, and the, I know, I know, he had worked with him before, but I know, he wasn't but there. um, so there's this new AD who's giving me this responsibility. And then there's this other PA who was just brought on, uh, also just kind of like not realizing when to stop talking yeah or when he is actually not needed and so the ad's like not the ad but the second second the one i'm talking about he was just like hey do this hannah get this set so i'm setting it all up and i have that one background who's like oh he's like talking to me he's already just getting started and i look at him (laughs) and i was just like i'm not ready for you yet like to place him basically. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm just going to need you to hold on a minute. And I was just very stern and very, and then I like looked away. And then this fucking PA who just got in, he's all like, hey, he man. pulls me aside and he's like, hey, Hannah, um, you know, I understand why you would get a little frustrated with this guy, but you were just a little curt. And uh, I think you just need to be a little nicer or whatever. And it's like his first day. Mm -hmm. And I look at him and I was like, you don't understand the issues we've had with (laughs) him. I was like, I was like, you do not get it. And he was like, oh, and I was like, we had a ton of issues and he wasn't supposed to come back. And he was just like, oh, well, I was like, I'm a nice person. I was like, I am so nice. Yeah. Honestly, like the I, nicest. Per- if Hannah snaps at you, you fucking fuck <laughs> up. Like, like, I like am, multiple times. I multiple times. So and then some. Cool to people, like even when they fuck up. And so it's just like, 
when he was coming, I was like, you don't know me, bitch. I was like, <laughs> you don't I was it. like, you can have him. I said, like, you take care of him today. That is your because whole job today. This yeah. PA was also moving people around that I had already set and moving yeah. them to different spots. And the eight, uh, second second AD was just like, hey, man, like, how to talk to this PA and be like, hey, man, Hannah's doing that. Yeah. And then he would go to that second second and ask him something. He's like, I don't know, ma'am. Go ask Hannah. She's in charge of it. Yeah. And I was so, I was like, this, Ew, this toxic PA, masculinity. This PA in this background, I was like, you guys go sit in the have corner. Each Fucking have yeah. each other. Go, <laughs> go make out and like do your thing and like I'll deal with this. Oh. Yeah. So annoying. But it was perfect pairing. It really was. I was like, worked. I was like, this they get along out. and just talk the whole time. Probably. I don't know. I don't know. Gave him something to do. Gave them both. They both to had just too many questions. Like an AED would like be over walking, and that PA would be like, "So what flavor would you want?" It's like, no, just to get. Oh my god, our our AD needed emergency, and he was like, "Well, we have orange at the medic, but in my car I have these three flavors, like <laughs> over one, over walkie, over one," and the AD is like, "Fuck." Off. Yeah, <laughs> and like I already had it by that time. I was like, and then he was like, "No, let me walk it over to her." I was like, "All right, asshole, do it. Ew. Go walk it over to her. I Ew. don't, I don't need that recognition. Ew. You do it. It's I want to know who this person is. Once we're done recording. <laughs> oh That's my god. Fucking. Gross. All I know is he works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, I'll tell you more stories about this because <laughs> we have more. But anyways, I mean, I think that was, I mean, after that, everything was okay. Yeah, it was like a messy. No more drunk people. I thought there were multiple drunk people. There I mean, was two on day one. Yeah. yeah, no, I think that was kind of, it, I mean, it was just kind of like a messy, it got cold again and stuff, but it wasn't, um. But we had like infrastructure. In yeah, place, yeah, so yeah. It was fine. It was, fi- it was <laughs> just, it was, it was like, oh, we were, we were a little behind, but that was just nature of the beast it wasn't anything like yeah it was oh i would all say dear god oh my god so never sorry again. that was so long i forgot about all of that yeah <laughs> not frightening enough for you want more tips and tricks or treats then don't be a stranger bring your haunting presence over to our petrifying patreon for more at patreon.com slash old girls entertainment happy, happy hauntings, hauntings. Ha 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 ha